I think one of the sharpest distinctions between people is between the small percent who look words up in the dictionary and the overwhelming majority that don't. I find it especially helpful when I discover something about the origins of words in ancient or foreign languages. I looked up the word character in the dictionary. I learned the origin of the word and then I just sat there for a minute and realized that in this case, the origin of the word just about says it all. So I'm going to tell you where the word character comes from and I hope it has as big an effect on you as it did on me. Character comes from a Greek word meaning chisel or the mark left by a chisel. I'm going to repeat that because I think it's very important. Character is derived from the Greek word for chisel. And of course a chisel is a sharp steel tool used for making a sculpture out of a hard or difficult material like granite or marble. And a chisel is also used for stripping away waste material from an object, stripping away stuff that might get in the way in order to get down to the essential thing, the thing that really matters. And I hope you'll remember that. You've got to chisel your character out of the raw material of yourself, just like a sculptor has to create a statue. The raw material is always there. Everything that happens to you, good or bad, is an opportunity for building your character. Character doesn't refer to other people. It doesn't refer to having power over other people or getting other people to follow you or gaining favor with other people. Character is something that you have and that you are. Character is all about you. Character is the person you are after you've chiseled and chiseled and have gotten past all the unnecessary material to what's underneath. Character is what's left after charisma is gone. The essential point is this. I don't think character is something that just happens by itself. A conscious process of design is at work. Character is the result of hundreds and hundreds of choices you may make that gradually turn who you are at any given moment into who you want to be. If that decision-making process is not present, you'll still be somebody. You'll still be alive but may have a personality rather than a character. Character isn't something you were born with and can't change like your fingerprints. It's something you weren't born with and that you must take responsibility for making. You may not be able to cross the Rocky Mountains in a covered wagon, but you can still create a better life for yourself by crossing the mountains of your soul. And that may be even a greater challenge. I don't think adversity by itself builds character, and I certainly don't think that success erodes it. You can build character by how you respond to what happens in your life, whether it's winning every game or losing every game, or getting rich or dealing with hard times. You build character out of certain qualities that you must create and diligently nurture within yourself just like you would plant and water a seed or gather wood and build a campfire. 
you've got to look for those things in your heart and in your gut. You've got to chisel away in order to find them, just like chiseling away rock in order to create the sculpture that has previously existed only in your imagination. But the really amazing thing about character is that if you're sincerely committed to making yourself into the person you want to be, you'll not only create those qualities, you'll strengthen them and recreate them in abundance even as you're drawing on them every day of your life. Character sustains itself and nurtures itself even as it's being put to work and tested and challenged. Since ancient times, philosophers have seen it as the basis of all real achievement. This is the quality of courage. I can't put it any better than the Greek philosopher Aristotle did more than 2,000 years ago. A truly courageous person is not someone who never feels fear, but who fears the right thing at the right time in the right way. For a mature human being, there has got to be some higher value or higher truth than just staying on in life. Part of wisdom is knowing what you lack and looking for it and asking for it. Another part of wisdom is knowing at the same time as you ask that there are no final answers. There are always more questions. Remember, you're never really helpless. And the sense that you are helpless or that you might be if certain things were to happen is something we really ought to be afraid of and that we should refuse to accept. You're never just a victim of circumstances. No matter what happens, you're never without options that can get you back on track. It takes courage to recognize that because it means accepting responsibility for your own future. Let me emphasize that underlying most fear is the fear of helplessness, of being victimized or being blown around by the winds of fate like a leaf is blown off a tree. But is that really a legitimate way of looking at things? To me, it sounds like being afraid of the dark. In which case, the best thing to do is to get yourself up, out of bed, and switch on the light. It's only in the past 50 years or so People have come to expect a life without real tough times and real difficulties. But adversity isn't something to fear. It's something to expect, something to prepare for, and something to overcome. The truly courageous person is not immune to fear, but it plays a different role in his or her life than it does for other people. If you're a courageous person, your fears aren't about what someone might do to you or something that might happen to you. 
Your fears are about not living up to your ideals, about reacting instead of acting, about not taking advantage of the opportunities that are always within reach. A truly courageous person is not afraid of what might or might not happen next week or next year. He fears not making the most of every moment today. A truly courageous person fears the impulse to dominate other people. She leads by helping others to be their best. In ancient Greece, the philosopher Demosthenes went searching for an honest man, and he never found one. Honesty and integrity are rather rare, despite the fact that these are some of the clearest, most easily recognized elements of strong character. In the real world, they're also some of the most difficult to find. It seems it's always been that way. There was a time when telling a lie was very serious business. It was also very serious if you accuse someone of lying. For hundreds of years in the past, calling someone a liar was the most common way to provoke a duel. At first with swords, later with pistols. Dishonesty was treated like a personal insult that demanded immediate redress. But there's no such risk today, is there? Some people lie all the time without thinking about it. Most people know when they're being lied to, which they may find irritating, but they just accept it. Maybe they decide to become liars themselves. It's a price they're willing to pay in order to have exactly what they want right now. There are many situations where it's painful to tell the truth. It's more like a boomerang that's going to come around and hit you in the back of the head someday. Let me give you some good advice about avoiding a bankrupt character. Pay your ethical debts. Keep your integrity in the black. Face ugly realities with the truth as soon as they appear. When you feel that temptation to hedge, resist it immediately. Don't treat it casually. Treat it like a grease fire in the kitchen that you've got to put out before it burns your house down or fills the whole place up with so much smoke that you can't see where you're going anymore. Because that's exactly what will happen when your ethical capital runs out. You just won't be able to see where you're going anymore. Any addictive behavior offers a simple short-term escape from a problem. But that escape becomes more and more complicated as time goes on. Shakespeare had it right all along. What a tangled web we weave when at first we practice to deceive. Lying with an ulterior motive, lying for personal gain, that kind of lying is definitely something to be avoided. It's not the kind of behavior that defines strong character. Real lying is like theft. It's creating an illusion. Usually the people who are being deceived awaken from the illusions that have been foisted upon them. But even if this never happens, the criminal, and I don't think that's too strong a word, has to buy into the illusion so deeply himself that his own sense of reality 
is eroded. By trying to loosen other people's grasp of the truth, you end up losing your own. It all comes from fear. Somebody is afraid the truth about themselves isn't good enough, so they depart from the truth. It's really cowardice. Courage is fearing the right thing at the right time and in the right way. Fear the temptation to misrepresent who you are or what you've done or intend to do. Trust who you really are. Trust your ability to earn the respect of others. Pay whatever price the truth costs. Pay that bill immediately. Because in the long run, it's a real bargain. Honesty and integrity are absolutely essential to survival. This is an extremely important element of strong character. Goals are major to a genuinely success-oriented person. Without them, you're just playing around. Despite everything that's been written about the importance of goal setting, very few people actually put it into practice. Challenge creates strong character, and goals represent challenge in its most positive form. What do I want to do? What do I want to be? What do I want to see? What do I want to have? Where do I want to go? Above all, persevere. Goal setting is a very important first step, but goal achievement is a continuous, lifelong process. That's what makes it so challenging. Perseverance is about as important to goal achievement as gasoline is to driving a car. Sure, there will be times when you feel like you're spinning your wheels, but you'll always get out of the rut with genuine perseverance. Without it, you won't even be able to start your engine. It's ironic, isn't it? Wisdom is not a thing you can buy, or a course you can take in school, or a degree you can earn. Wisdom is not really something you can get from another person, yet you can gain some wisdom from everyone you meet. Wisdom is something a wise man always feels he needs more of. Yet the true sources of wisdom lie nowhere but within ourselves. You're never just a victim of circumstances. It takes courage to recognize that because it means accepting responsibility for your own future. If you're a courageous person, your fears aren't about what someone might do to you or something that might happen to you. Your fears are about not living up to your ideals, about 
reacting instead of acting, about not taking advantage of the opportunities that are always within reach.